Just gonna run this dog to see if we can find any type of uh, human remains that are left. Listen to Where Secrets Go to Die, The Disappearance of Derek Hennigan. From the Detroit Free Press, a new podcast set in the woods of Michigan's Upper Peninsula. Available on Apple, Spotify, Freep.com, or wherever you get your podcasts. Hello and welcome to the Bama Beat Basketball Podcast, brought to you by Wickles Pickles and Homefield Apparel. A quick word on Homefield. Homefield is a premium licensed collegiate apparel brand out of Indianapolis that features incredible Indianapolis, where hopefully we will we will be next week. So um, anyway, hope maybe I can meet up with Connor, the uh, owner there. Um, but they feature vintage college designs, so they dug through Alabama's archives to find unique logos to make thoughtful designs and prints, and they put them up, put those logos on the most comfortable T-shirts and hoodies that you'll ever own. I've taught that nauseum on here. I freaking love my Homefield sweatshirt and my T-shirts. They have a basketball T-shirt now, so. Um, go to homefieldapparel.com and then you get 20% off your f- first order if you use the promo code Bama Beat. Again, that's homefieldapparel.com, promo code Bama Beat. Cecil, what up? What's up, Hunter? Looking forward to some SEC tournament this week. I am. It's And you know, we got the double buy, not having to get up there. I'm going to go up on Thursday night. Um, yeah. <laughs> It, it, it's it's kind of nice, especially as opposed to like last year when you know we didn't even have it. But even when we thought we were, I was thinking I was going to go up early Thursday morning for our Thursday morning game. But yeah, so it's 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 nice. I'm excited about. I haven't you know, I love the ICC tournament. It's one of my favorite weeks of the year. Um, and really miss not having it last year. And I'm excited to get up and watch some basketball. Yeah, it'll it'll be nice to be able to to watch some before um, Alabama's tipping off. Watch tomorrow night's. Uh, even that game, neither one of those teams is going to win the tournament. You know, they're not going to win five games. But uh, you know, it's not a terrible game. I mean, it could be entertaining. Not, yeah, yeah, it's not awful. So, um, but then Thursday is good, and there's a potential for Friday to be really good. Uh, right. Yeah. Thursday you'll have um, Mississippi State, Kentucky, uh, um, Georgia, Missouri is an intriguing game. Yeah, um, I think I think I'm right. George has beaten them twice, right? Yeah, I believe you're right. And then yeah. the worst of those games would probably be the Florida versus the winner of the Texas A&M Vanderbilt game. But yeah, some pretty oh, intriguing man. games on Thursday. So um, since we last uh, podcasted, Alabama took down Georgia 89 to 79 in Athens. Um, Bama got down pretty big in the first half. I was getting a little worried, um, but had a real, the offense just really kind of came together in the second half, and it looked like the Bama team that we had been seeing at the beginning of the of SEC play. Yeah, you were having that that 2002 flashback. I think. Absolutely, absolutely. Uh, didn't turn out that way. The the 2002 team did not go to Oxford and score 59 points in the second half. So right. Um. So yeah, you know, started slow, started a little sloppy. That's that's. <laughs> I, I think plenty of Alabama fans are excited. Plenty of Alabama fans are, are thrilled about what this team has accomplished. But there are some, and I'm not. I'm not going to sit here and, and talk about fogs or land it on football fans who think you have to go undefeated and beat everybody by 40 points. Um, you know that it was a, a tough week. You know to to win the title and start, and, you know, emotionally, I don't mean it was bad, but I just mean there's a lot of emotion 
wrapped up in that. And the the margin from the top of the SEC to the bottom in basketball um, is not unbridgeable. You know, if, we've been talking about that all year. Yeah. If Vanderbilt beat Alabama in football this year, that would have been the most amazing upset in college football history ever recorded of all recorded time. You know, if Vandy had come in here and they played pretty good, and if they had beaten Alabama, you'd, you know, you'd say, man, should have won that game. That's a tough game to get away, but it's not impossible. You know, it wouldn't stop the presses on every sports page and sports blog and sports broadcast in America. And people have to understand there's going to be a little, a little um, adjustment some games. Right. And I, I, so, yeah, that, did they turn the ball? Yeah, Nate Oates knows they turned the ball over more than they should. You know, he knows when they didn't defend as well as they should. But, you know, some of that, and particularly, we've, we've said this for years, both of us, Unless you spend some time on the road in the SEC, and uh, coronavirus is different. This year is different. But those games aren't easy. I mean, there's a reason teams don't go 9-0 and on the road very often. So, um, you know, I thought, I mean, yeah, they needed to be better in the first half against Georgia. Uh, but they were really good the second half, and, and that's that's just kind of – this time of year, in that situation, that's what you're looking for. Yeah, you got, got your back to the wall. Mam at one point was down um, 29 to 15. First. Yeah, 14 points. And then um, it kind of the, the the run really started with about three minutes left in the yeah. first half and extended until about the 16 minute mark of the second half. Alabama goes on a 21 to two run. Right, um, and, and and that was not a game where where I thought by any stretch that Alabama was out of the game at halftime. Or ne- definitely not. You know, you felt like they had a pretty good chance to win. I would. Think. I was worried, but I, I knew we had a chance. Yeah, um, and and you know what what worries you is some games the shots are going to fall and some games are not. But when the shots are falling eight out of ten and a half, then you, you wouldn't be worried. If I told you at halftime they're going to make it at 80% from three, you just say, well, they're going to pull away and win this one pretty easily, which is what happened. Right, and overall for the game, and Alvin was not making shots in the first half, but overall they shoot 10 to 22 from three, so you know, 46%. That's that's pretty good. 50% overall from the field. Um, didn't do a great job in the line, 13 and 20. Um, right. But you know, that is what it is. Rebounded the ball well. Um, yet really – Dominated George on the glass. Uh, like we said, turned the ball over a little bit. Um, but, you know, and it wasn't just like one guy. I mean, Quinterly probably played Quinterly played pretty well, did turn the ball over some. But it was, right. you know, Shaq with 14, Herb with 10, Petty with 15, Primo with 11. It was good to see him get back in the scoring column. Um, Keon Ellis with nine. Um, so, yeah, it was good to see a lot of different guys involved. And and down the stretch when George was trying to stay in it all, Herb had one tremendous block shot, had one steal, forced a turnover, and, and you know, made the defensive plays that defensive player of the year makes. So, um, again, I get it. I get that people want him to play well and, and got spoiled a little bit in that run, you know, where they're beating LSU by 30 and Arkansas by 30 in January. 
Um, but it's just not the, the it's not sustainable. You can't year. do that every game. No, nobody does. And even you know, even Baylor had a lot. Now I watched them against Texas Tech. They looked really good. They did. And Gonzaga can, but they're in a different league now. You know, they're they're really good. I'm not taken away from Gonzaga, but um, West Coast Conference is not the SEC. And, and you know, so they are so far above. They're like Alabama football, you know, in, in, in their own league. And um, so, yeah, those teams look great and, and will do great. We'll be one, number one seeds. But, um, you know, it, as good as the Big Ten teams are doing, uh some of them don't play great every game. Michigan didn't play great at Michigan State. You know? mm-hmm. So, so um, that, that's just going to happen a little bit in basketball. And what you want to do is, is uh, keep it to a minimum. I think it's a positive that Alabama has, in February, found a way to grind out some games. Because they're going to have to grind out some games in the postseason. You're not always going to have games like LSU, like the LSU game in the postseason. You're going to have to grind at some point. So this team has shown that they can do that for sure. Right, right. So um, we'll see. You know, I, I, again, if you want to be, if, if you want to not enjoy the season, you don't have to enjoy it. And if you want to say, oh, well, you just wait and see. Uh, we talked about this today. There, there's an NCAA tournament coming. And people say, oh, well, they're going to they're gonna lose in the NCAA tournament. Yeah, 67 teams are going to lose in the NCAA tournament. You'd like to not be one of them. But, um, you yeah, know, the, the way you do that is, is string, you know, beat the teams you should beat that you're, you're seated more highly than. I uh, hope you get a, a bracket break. Um, That's the key. That, that helps you. And, um, you know, Auburn, and this is credit to, to their – Final Four team, but they had a tough game their first game when they mm-hmm. went to the Final Four. But Played then, New Mexico State, wasn't it? Yeah, but then they, you know, they beat Kansas and Kentucky and North Carolina, but those were not, uh, that wasn't a vintage North Carolina team by any stretch. And um, and played well, deserved to, to go. That's not what I'm saying, but you get a you get a little break in the bracket. You don't, you know, you, you, you win one that you should win, even if you don't play your absolute best, and you go on. The, and, the, the best thing about Alabama right now is that it's not just one guy. It's not just shut down Petty or shut down um, Shackelford. You know, it's really five or six guys at this point. Right. Um, and I've seen people online saying stuff like, oh, if Alabama didn't make the Sweet 16 this, this, is, this season, this is a disappointment. No, the hell it's not. Like the, it's all going to depend on how that, on, you know, the kind of draw. We might get a really, really tough seven seed. And sure. who shoots it lights out and Alabama has an off day. You know, crap like that happens. Um, we won the freaking SEC title. We went 16 and two in the league. That's a big freaking deal. Um, sure. And you could say, oh, it's a down league. No, it's actually not. From top to bottom, it's not a down league. Look at the Ken Palm. Yeah, look at the Ken Palm. It's the best the SEC has been since um, 2007. So don't give me that crap. Just People think it's the optics of it. Just because Kentucky's down, then the SEC's down. But that's just not the case. When you no. say stuff like that, you, you kind of show that you don't know what you're talking about. That, well, that you don't follow the metrics and, and that you do follow the Blue Bloods. And, and Kentucky didn't know. Where, where Kentucky being down hurt was that they didn't get 
one or two quad one non-conference wins that would have helped the league. Right. Now, some other teams got those. Missouri got them. Um, you know, and then to be perfectly fair, Alabama didn't really get a, a strong yeah. non-conference win. Um, but it didn't but, have anything so, bad. That not, doesn't didn't have anything bad. Not, right. I was looking at those three losses today, and they're, they're all – uh, quad ones or quad twos. Um, Except for Western Kentucky. Stanford's kind of faded. Yeah, Western Kentucky could still win CUSA. I think they can, and, and they they, um, they had gotten into. Um, but no, they had gotten into quadrant two. Right. They have they have since dropped out because they yeah, haven't but, played any games. But Clemson's playing really well right now. And, right. Um, is a quadrant one, obviously, on a neutral floor. So. But there was a time where we weren't sure if they were going to be quadrant one or not. Right. They were in quadrant right. two but for they, a while. But, yeah, they, they had a bad streak. In, when Alabama was having a good streak in January, Clemson was having a bad streak. But they they I think they won six out of their last seven in the ACC. And so they've sort of secured themselves in the field and, and are a solid quad one win. Um, but yes, so, so you, you, you talk about the, the blue bloods of the SEC not being you know, up like Kentucky, Auburn being down. You know, it's just, <laughs> it's, yeah, it just makes it not look quite as good. Well, the other, you know, the other teams that, that were expected, they've done okay. You know, Florida, I will cut Florida some slack, and they lost yeah. um, Sunday without Trey Mann. Plus, you lose Keontae Johnson um, before the conference season even starts. Um and that's a that's a tough league, you know. That's, I'll, I'll absolutely step up and say they've they've done pretty well. If somebody just comes in and says, you know, you, you've got a really quality player of the year level big guy, and we're just going to take him for the whole conference season, you know, he's not going to play. Um, so they've adjusted fairly well. Hadn't been great. Have had good games and bad games, but. Uh, to be fair to them, that's that's a big big loss for sure. So, Definitely. so you know they'll be they'll be interesting. I'll be interested to see how they play in Nashville, play that Tennessee rematch if they have Trey Man, because um, they they kind of hung with Tennessee and then Tennessee senior night and Florida shorthanded Tennessee won. Kind of, I, I won't say they they backed their way into the four seed, but kind of parallel parallel parts of their way into the four seed at least. Um, So that'll be good. I think LSU is playing pretty well. Uh, Can play really well and be so good offensively that they're hard to beat. Um, And and it's funny. I think, again, we're going to assume playing out according to seeds. Um, I think if LSU and Arkansas play on Saturday that LSU will be fired up for that game. For sure. Um, I, I don't, I, I think they got kind of treated in Fayetteville the way Alabama got treated. And it's like a running thing be, for Musselman and his Arkansas basketball <laughs> program. And, you know, and LSU's, they can score on anybody. They're the, um, you know, given, given where Alabama's been over the course of February, you can make a pretty strong argument that LSU's the best offensive team in the league right now, with everybody right. healthy, with days back and everybody healthy. Right. Well, we're going to take a quick break and come back and talk a little bit more about the SEC tournament and about the uh, awards that came out today. This is the Bama Beat Basketball Podcast, brought to you by Wiggles Pickles and Home Field Apparel. 
Welcome back to the Bama Beat Basketball Podcast brought to you by Wickles Pickles and Humfield Apparel. A quick word on Wickles. Wickles, wickedly delicious pickles, relishes, okra, and much more. Wickles are proud to be Alabama-owned and made using a family recipe 90 years in the making. From Saturday sandwiches to Christmas dinner, their secret recipe used to be reserved for family and friends who were lucky enough to get a jar. But since 1998, they've been bringing the sweet heat and bold and tangy recipes into your home. Learn more about them at WicklesPickles.com and find them in your local store in the pickle aisle. Let's get wicked. All right, Cecil. So, I mean, Alabama pretty much had – I mean – about as much of a sweep of the war, the awards as you could hope for. Um, Nate Oates wins Coach of the Year, Herb Jones SEC Player of the Year, and SEC Defensive Player of the Year. Um, you know, Petty and Herb both first team All SEC. Shackleford second team All SEC. Primo for freshman All SEC. So it was a pretty good day. I don't know. That, I mean, I'd like to say like I expected that you know something like that before the season, but I don't know that anybody expected that Herb Jones would be your SEC Player of the Year coming into this year. No, I don't think so. Um, and um, I was glad that Herb won what I would consider all three of the majors, which are USA Today and then coaches and AP. Um, it wasn't just – I think with the coaches, sometimes um, they'll lean toward a senior a little bit over a freshman. Um, but but for Herb to win all three, I think that's pretty definitive statement um and nate i I didn't think you know unless you (laughs) unless you live in Fayetteville i think everybody assumed nate was going to be the coach of the year right uh you know if you want to if you want to quibble you know um javon could have been the sixth man of the year and yeah i thought about that jd note um but that's a that's a tiny quibble um so uh, I think for the most part, they, they, Alabama would have to be pleased with with where they ended up, as the championship team would do. The, I tweeted today, and I'm sure you saw it. I, I, I have not taken an SEC media guide and gone back and looked, because I don't even feel like I have to look. For a year where Kentucky, where there's a 16, you know, an eight-man first team and an eight-man second team, which is the way the conference office does it, or the coaches do it. Uh, 16 players, the 16 best players in the league, presumably, and not one from Kentucky. So, I have looked that up. Yeah. It it has happened. Ah, good. It happened in 1989. Really? Oh, yeah. Yeah. uh, That was their probation team. It was the Eddie Sutton's last year. When they went 13 and 19. Yeah, where all the guys had left. You know, Chris Mills and those guys involved in probation. So, yep, that was and didn't play didn't play in the SEC tournament or did their postseason start the next year? I think the postseason was the next year. Yeah, I know they didn't play in '90 when Alabama won the tournament, Um, and they didn't play in Baton Rouge either when it was there. So, yeah, that. That did happen then, but it's it's unusual circumstances in that. Right. Year. So, that, but I would imagine that's the only time that it's happened other than this year. Um, uh, yeah, I was going back. Herb was actually looking back at the preseason. Herb was picked second team All SEC. So, yeah, which, I mean, which I think most people. Somewhere. Yeah. Who are the? Do you have it in front of you? I've got it. This was the first team. Yeah. John John Petty, Keontae right. Johnson. Right. Brandon Boston Jr., so kind of a whip yeah. on that one. Yeah, you know, 
Kentucky usually gets a one and done on that list. Mm-hmm. I think people were trying to trying to guess. So yeah, Javante he, Smart, uh, who really, you know, that's not miles off. Right. Um, that's not that's not a huge ass mistake. <laughs> uh, Trendon Watford, who ended up being second team. So I'll, uh, first and first first team on AP, I think one of them was he. Okay. Yeah. Good for him. Um, AJ Lawson. Uh, who made second. And then these um, two are the ones that you, I mean, in, in retrospect, you might question a little bit. Uh, and that is Fulkerson. And yeah, he Pons ended, from he ended, yeah, they ended so strong. Um, and Pons is a great defensive player. Right? Right. There's no question about that. But by the way, the, the all defense team, the SEC all defensive team, um, you might be able to shoot some threes on them. Uh, Herb's the only even remotely close to perimeter guy, but you will get nothing at the rim with Pons and Isaiah Jackson and um, Adu. You, you're you're getting nothing at the rim. So yeah, I think Drew Smith was the fifth guy. Drew Smith's on there too, and he was yeah. also first team All SEC. Yeah, they, they, I don't they, even know if he was. Drew Smith was pre, preseason was on the second team. Yeah, that that team could shut you down pretty good though. The defensive team could. Sure. Um, you'd have to you'd have to shoot some threes. <laughs> so I don't know how much that team be able to score. I don't either. I don't <laughs> either. But um, it'd be a lot of forty two to thirty eight games. Yeah. Oh, Anthony Grant. Early, uh, Anthony Grant in the late two thousand, early two thousand ten would have loved oh, yeah. that. He'd, he'd live on that team. He'd, yeah. he'd absolutely strive to have that. So. All right, see, so I'm going to put you on the spot. You're probably going to get mad at me for doing this. That's all right. What's your prediction for the final, SEC tournament final? Just looking at the bracket, what do you think? Um, we had to do this, and um, I, I certainly would pick Alabama, but um, sometimes it's hard for the one seed to get there. So I said, I, I'm just whoever the number, the one seed was, I'm not going to pick them. I'm picking LSU to upset Arkansas and get there, and then I'm picking Tennessee, and then LSU to beat Tennessee. Okay. In the final. I've so got LSU three also. and three and four, so it's not you know I don't have a I don't have a uh, South Carolina coming out of the pack. Yeah. So I've got um, I, I'm I'm jumping. I'm picking Alabama. Yeah. And um, Alabama and LSU. I just, you know, a lot of people are going to pick Kentucky, or at least, you know, that'll be trendy. I don't see that team winning four games in four days. I don't either. I, I just don't. But I can see, see them. them beating us. Like, I mean, I, I can see them beating anybody in the league if, if that's the matchup. But uh, I think, I think, for instance, if they were in a, but but a back to back, let's just say Alabama. Tennessee, Arkansas. I don't see them doing that. Uh, yeah, strong. neither. Especially after having to play Mississippi State is not the ideal first game to play. First of all, they could beat you. Right. And second of all, they'll they'll bang you around a little bit. You'll know you played, you know, um, against them. And if 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 Stewart and Molinar are hot, they could beat you. I mean, they could and- do it. And Mississippi State and Kentucky have only played – they played one time this year. And, double overtime. Uh, yeah. yeah, Kentucky won in double overtime in Starkville, 78-73. Um, 
And it took a pretty, I mean, as I recall, I think Mississippi State was up pretty significantly in that game. Yeah, and missed some free throws down the stretch. I think that's right. Something. Yeah, Mississippi State was up nine in the second half. Yeah, yeah, and didn't shoot free throws, maybe. Um, that was early. That game was so early um, that I was still in football mode. Yeah, that was that was January 2nd. Yeah, so I was Same probably, day that Alabama beat Tennessee. Yeah, so. Um, so I was probably I can't even remember somewhere between you would have Dallas been and, probably coming somewhere back between from, Dallas and Miami probably coming back from Dallas. So. Yeah, yeah. Well, Art, we will recap so. the SEC tournament next week. Um, appreciate all, all everybody listening. Yeah, check it um, out. Check us out on TuscanNews.com, TideSports.com, yeah. Spotify, um, iTunes, mm, wherever you listen to your podcast. Maybe, maybe some recruiting news next week. I'm not going to promise anything. But. We shall see. Always possible. Always possible, yes. All right. Enjoyed it, Cecil. And this has been the Bama Beat Basketball Podcast, brought to you by Wickles Pickles and Home Field Apparel. Just going to run this dog to see if we can find any type of uh, human remains that are left. Listen to Where Secrets Go to Die, The Disappearance of Derek Hennigan. From the Detroit Free Press, a new podcast set in the woods of Michigan's Upper Peninsula. Available on Apple, Spotify, Freep.com, or wherever you get your podcasts.